everyone. My name's Hannah. And I'm Abby. And we are the, the Homegirl Hustlers. We are here to be your guides on how to adjust your mindset, lifestyle, and habits to become the best version of yourself and pursue your passion without limits. Welcome back, Homegirl Hustlers. We are so excited to be with you guys today, and we're going to be talking all about how to prioritize health and wellness while living a busy lifestyle. The hustle culture that we are living and breathing every day sometimes causes us to forget about the one thing we can't live without, which is self-care. Many forms of self-care boost our overall productivity, allowing us to work more efficiently, feel more fulfilled, all while achieving the same end result. Whether we like to admit it or not, sometimes we get into the black hole of working so hard, we're so focused that we forget our basic needs like eating, drinking water, working out, and even socializing, all in the name of hustling. We deserve time and space for rest. Your homegirl hustlers, which is Abby and I, are here to help you instill some habits in your life to keep your health and wellness in check in the midst of a busy life. But we do want you guys to be able to stay healthy while you are hustling because I firsthand, let me tell you, Abby knows this, I have been sick twice this year. Like, not just cold allergies, like down 101 to 103 degree fever, like sick. And there are some things that you can't help, right? Like if you are around someone that has the flu and you get the flu, even if you were resting as you should be, even if you were taking care of yourself as you should be, you may still catch that and you may still get sick, of course. But there are other things like, for example, delusion that comes from lack of sleep when you aren't sleeping and you aren't prioritizing you know, the basic needs of getting the amount of sleep that your body needs. Now that's different for everyone. Some people may need more sleep and some people may need less sleep depending on a lot of scientific factors and biological factors and all the different things, but I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to go into that. Regardless, those little things that may seem little to us are actually extremely important on our day-to-day and our productivity. If you are consistently yawning and falling asleep and not able to pay attention and be mindful and awake during important meetings or team projects, how do you expect to build a business and succeed in your career? Like you have to be able to show up as the best version of yourself to your team, in your career, in your personal life, every day that you can. And in order to do that, in order to be productive, in order to be the best version of you, to give the best version of yourself and all you can to your company, to your family, to whoever that is, you have to be showing up for yourself first. If you're not prioritizing your basic needs, your mental health, your physical health, then it's going to suffer. And I think something Abby and I get asked a lot is, you guys, you know, have a business. You also have side hustles. You also have passions. You also have time to cook and eat healthy. You also do this and this and this. How do you prioritize things like working out, things like cooking and eating healthy when you don't really have time for those as people would see? People look at kind of look at our lives and say, oh, you're doing this. You're up at four or five in the morning and you're going to bed at like 11 p.m. or midnight. Like how do you even do that? How do you function? And it's like Abby and I in our own ways have instilled these healthy habits to where, of course, we're not perfect, but we're able to maintain a healthy lifestyle and still put ourselves, our physical and mental health, you know, as a priority in our life while we are still hustling. We don't let that slip. And if it does start to slip, one of us is able to call each other out and, you know, be able to hold each other accountable to that. So that's a little start to this episode. And I want Abby 
to kind of also talk about times of change and how her routine and self-care was crucial to making it through that period in her life, to being successful in that period in her life. I think that when it comes to self-care and routine, that's not like an option. (laughs) When things start crashing and burning, you start going to what's familiar. And so when you're hustling and you're tired and you're exhausted and you don't want to do something and you don't feel well, at least you have your basis. I always say to Hannah, you are trying to be superwoman right now. Superwoman needs to eat. Superwoman needs to sleep. Superwoman needs to take care of herself or else she can't be superwoman. Again, this is like the most basic example of it or the most basic way to say it. But in all like honesty, if you don't have a routine set up for yourself, it's going to be hard to make it through hard times. It's going to be hard to make it through transitions. And we know that as hustlers, nothing's determined tomorrow, especially as entrepreneurs. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. You don't know what meetings are going to pop up in your calendar. You don't know who you're going to have to talk to, who's going to need your guidance. What fires you're going to have to put out. Exactly. And if you aren't taking care of yourself and you aren't in a good state of mind, you aren't in a good state of being, then all of those things start to crumble or they become overwhelming. I know that for me, I always had a routine in college, a really good routine, and I brought it into my adulthood. But I know that last year after I got COVID, it messed up my whole like routine, everything that I was doing, my mindset. I was just like, oh my gosh, I just almost died. And I just like stopped everything I was doing so that I can like reflect on life and also think about what I'm putting my time and energy into. As I started developing um, my new routine and looking at how I was going to take care of myself, I started accidentally dropping things that were good for me. And I stopped working out a bunch. I stopped doing things that I needed to do to honestly like get through every day. And so when it comes to having that routine in place, it is something that when other people come to me, I know that I have sanity. I know that I have peace of mind. I know that I can get through what I need to get through that day. And I already made time for those things. Now I can go there and show up for other people, show up for other businesses and show up in different spaces in my life. Yes. And I think though, going back to to what you said, it's also like, I mean, again, this is going to be a theme throughout this episode, but putting those things into place so that you can be the best version of yourself. And I think for me personally, there's been times in my life where it's like, I think that if I just work, 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 and take no breaks, don't work out, don't get the amount of sleep I need, don't eat lunch because I'm going from meeting to meeting and and then I'm not eating breakfast or lunch and then maybe eating dinner at 9 p.m. That means I haven't eaten all day. You know, I'll kind of look at that and be like, oh, it's okay, I'm just busy or I'm just hustling, or I'm just this. And then, you know, like you talked about earlier, it's like, well, then how am I, you know, going to be performing in my career in those spaces if I'm dehydrated, if I'm, you know, not my best self physically or mentally and not feeling well, maybe you'll get tired or maybe you won't be able to focus. And it's just really important that we're able to be the best version of ourselves in our aspects of the career that we have. So we do have some tips for you guys, and Abby's going to start us off with the first tip, but we do have some tips for you guys for how to actually take actionable steps on how to prioritize your health and wellness while living a busy lifestyle. Yes. So the first step is to begin your days with something positive. This really goes to being mindful of your day. So 
Some people, they will go and make their to-do list right away and pick up their phone and start calling businesses. I am guilty of that sometimes. Actually, yesterday I did that. (laughs) And guess what? Yesterday I ended up being on the phone from 7 a.m. till 9.30 p.m. There was not a 30-minute break where I was not in a meeting or communicating with someone or not even just working on things. I was working on things in between or during. And that's because I was not mindful about my day. I wasn't mindful about what I was doing. I just woke up and went. So ways to practice mindfulness are to meditate, practice breathing, even practice journaling or praying. Because when you start your day with a mindset of intentionality, it allows you Mm -hmm. to know what you're going to be producing that day, know what's going to be defined as productive that day. And have you start with a level head on your shoulders. And this is obviously easier said than done. I mean, especially like for me, like Abby said yesterday, she just got up and went. Like for me, I feel like, oh my goodness, if I can just get up in the morning and I can just like start getting to the emails that I had the night before and schedule sending them and like really start working, I can get ahead of my day. But sometimes just like Abby said, That turns into once you start working, sometimes it's a never ending work. And then you realize you like look up and you realize it's 930 at night and you haven't stopped since then. And sometimes it's just really best to in the morning before you just go straight for it, we actually start with something that'll help us with our mindfulness and intentionality during the day. Personally, honestly, when I do take my own advice (laughs) and I do prioritize this and I will start my day early, early with a workout or again, like spending time in the word with like the Lord and like praying and meditating and really reading the Bible and having that time for myself, I find myself so much more present the rest of the day. I find myself actually looking to add more value to the people around me throughout my day. I'm not just going through the motions. So I find myself and I'm performing better. I'm looking for ways, you know, to add value in my career and in my life. I'm a little bit more selfless. I'm thinking about how I can impact other people. Like all those things were all the benefits from just that very early in the morning phase of me setting my intention for the day of praying and working out and doing all those things. Like it really does make a difference. I know a girl that wakes up every morning and the first thing she really does is go on a walk for like a little over a mile. And that only takes her like 20 minutes, but it lets her sit with herself. It lets her be able to have that time to herself. You can even think about that day. I'm telling some of my best ideas come from when I really am like working out or having that time to myself, because that's when you get to really have that reflection and be intentional. And if you don't take the time to do that, you risk having your day just be a mindless grind. And then you look back and you're like, oh yes, I mean, I responded to all these things and I did all these things, but was I actually mindful in them? Was I actually intentional? Was I actually productive? So it's just really important to begin your days with something positive, something that will keep you intentional and focused on what you're going to be doing throughout the day. And another way to begin with something positive is gratitude. So again, we've talked about Hannah during COVID wrote down three things that she's grateful for. That's an example of it. But really just like reflecting on what you're grateful for allows you to have a lot more fulfillment in the tasks that you do day to day because you're actually consciously not just like aware of those things, but also grateful for it their existence in your life rather than like 
moping through the entire day. A lot of the time, when you see people that, okay, I don't know if it's just me, but I always tie a lot of like complaining to just like not being grateful. Even in myself, when I find myself complaining, I'm like, girl, you are lucky to even have these problems. Like, shut up. There are people wishing to have the same problems as you. And there are things to like, like there's emotions you feel, things to talk about. But like, sometimes I'm truly just like complaining. I already found a solution or I didn't know what I'm going to do with the situation. I'm just complaining. And it's like, when you're Mm -hmm. really thoughtful. It's human nature. Yeah. To just complain. Well, yeah, unfortunately. And it's like, people should be consciously like, just grateful. It's also culture. (laughs) I think it's American culture. Like we're always looking for more, 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 more. And forgetting to stop and reflect on what we do have because we live in such a capitalist society. And like, I really experience that outside of like the home because I come from like a different cultural background where we're like forced to be grateful for things. Like you throw away your food and it's like, hey, you know, you're lucky to have that food today. Or you're mad you have homework and my parents were like, hey, a lot of kids don't even get to go to school and learn. And so like when I was little, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of all these opportunities. And so I always did my best with everything and tried to give back. But it also causes me to be grateful for everything in front of me as I'm living. It allows me to slow down and actually like reflect on things, make them better, rather than trying to chase something materialistic or obsolete in my overall big picture. Mm-hmm. I literally wrote on my story yesterday. It was four, like 4.30 or something in the morning like that. And we were driving back from Dallas and I wrote like, Happy Tuesday. Remember about all the things that you have to be grateful for today. Like remember your blessings. Remember that you are blessed to be here. And even Abby, going back to the basic necessities of being grateful, it's like there are still – and this is something that was brought to my attention again like last weekend when I was talking to some people about like the news in different countries. There is still like people being stoned in other countries, like for their beliefs or for their ideas and like different things like that. And it's like, we are even blessed to live in a society where that doesn't happen really normally in America, you know? And so it's like, even just the basic aspects of your freedom, like women in this country are able to start their own business. We are able to make the moves that we want to make and pursue careers that we want to pursue in other countries. It's just not, and we're not really an option. So, you know, it's, not easy to just be upset about something and then immediately be like, just kidding. I'm so grateful for all like the basic necessities in my life, plus everything else that's blessing. That's a blessing to me. But you need to be grounded and reminded of those things often because that will help you wake up every day. And instead of being anxious about all the things that you have going on, it'll help you have that peace of being like, you know what? I am blessed to be here. Things are happening for me, not to me. It's going to be okay. And you can come across those issues and those challenges with a more positive mindset than just only thinking about the negative. Because at the end of the day, you're thankful to even live in a place that allows you to have the freedom to make those decisions. So I know we just went off on like a little tangent, but (laughs) that that is our first tip about beginning your days with something positive. Yes. Our second tip is do not forget the basic needs of our physical bodies. This is not even like advice. This is just a list. We're going to list them some things out. (laughs) Okay. Don't skip meals. Stay physically active and get quality rest and sleep. 
These are the top three of the, you know, list that really stood out to me because me and Hannah do this often and we had to like consciously pay attention to our basic needs because we will skip meals if we do not make time for them or we'll just like scarf something down. At least you're eating if you scarf something down. But when you skip meals again, how many people become hangry? How many people, I become hangry. I become really like crabby and annoyed everybody. And sometimes it's just like, you didn't eat today. Go eat. Stop talking to people. Go eat. That's just one. Staying physically active. I know that's huge for Hannah. Me, like I played sports all my life. So when I go to the gym, it's like going home. (laughs) Like I love going to the gym. I will go on a run randomly in the morning And it's not even mentally. It's like literally your body releases hormones that allow you to be happier and more relieved throughout the day. So staying physically active is like a human basic need. And then getting quality rest and getting the sleep that you need. Know your body. Know what you need. Everyone says, oh, you need eight to ten hours. Honestly, my body naturally wakes up after like max six hours. I have woken up at the same time for the past three days no, like six days at 5.38 a.m. I don't know how, but my body just has like a clock. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up, I'm up. Know how much sleep your body needs though because people like Hannah and I can be like, yeah, we know how to go off of five, six hours of sleep and still be healthy and still be fine. But some people, they need seven hours. They need eight hours. They need 10 hours. Hannah, I don't know if you wanted to add any other basic needs. Again, this is more like a list of things I know trigger me as an entrepreneur and you as well. Yeah. I mean, I think it's obviously the basic list, but I think the issue is more of like setting habits in your life to make sure that you have things in place so that you don't skip meals, so that you stay physically active, so that you get quality rest and sleep. And so like how that looks in my life personally, for example, is like don't skip meals. I like to meal prep and just have things ready in my fridge. So there's a lot of times where I don't have a full hour to eat lunch. like, And I don't personally even need a full hour to eat lunch. I'm going to eat my meal in a few minutes and I'm probably going to eat it while I'm doing something else. And that's totally fine with me. I prefer it that way because I love efficiency. But if I didn't meal prep, I would be like, oh my gosh, I have to cook a meal. And that for me could take 30 minutes to an hour that I may not have that day. And that's, I think, when fast food comes in handy and then I start eating bad. Like, And then you're like, oh, it's so convenient if I just stop on my way to my next meeting and I get fast food. And that's when it becomes, oh, it's just once in a while and then it becomes a habit and then you realize, wow, I'm not fueling my body with good food and nutrients that my body actually needs to sustain itself. You're eating fast food all the time. So for me, how I avoid that is meal prepping to have those meals ready They're way quicker, honestly, than fast food. Once they're just prepped, you just throw it in the microwave and eat it. And so that's something that I've put into place in my life while I'm busy to stay healthy. I'll meal prep everything on Sunday and then I'll be ready for the week. And then staying physically active, like how I do that and implement that in my life is I have community. So if I miss a workout class that I'm supposed to be at, someone's, I know at least one person, probably a plethora of people are going to text me and they're going to say, where are you? Where are you at? Like we missed you today. And that helps me continuously stay in my routine, even though there are times where I'm super busy. I may have a meeting that day. But now I'm having people text me and hold me accountable. So I actually do have to come back. And I think entrepreneurs, especially when it comes to physical fitness, if you don't have that discipline yourself 
for me personally, I'm a little different. I'm a trainer and I have this innate like need (laughs) to like go spend time at the gym and working out because that's just something that's so ingrained in my life and in my head that like I need that. But if you're not like that and working out is a struggle for you, community, community, community. They'll text you. They'll hold you accountable. Even like a non-negotiable time slot in every day. So like when you say that, a thing that I implemented was I will go to the gym at this time every day. It was, well, for me right now, it's 6.15 a.m. If I am not at the gym, then something's wrong. If I don't feel like working out, then don't work out. Go sit there and do nothing. But like it's literally, I've never gone and sat there and done nothing. But like it literally makes you go get up and go to the gym. If you're tired, guess what? You can take a nap later because this is the time that you set aside. And reframe it in your head. If you see a meeting as more important than like prioritizing your physical health for 45 minutes to an hour, like during your day, that's a problem. Because again, you have to be prioritizing your physical and mental health to show up as your best self to that meeting. So if you have to reframe it in your head of priority, 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 like reframe it in your head, just like Abby said, that's a time slot she never misses. And for the last thing for like quality rest and sleep, for me, that's a really big struggle. Like I wake up all the time. I have trouble going to sleep. Like sleeping for me has been an issue, honestly, for the last like two years of like, yes, I don't sleep more than a few hours, but my body will like wake itself up almost every hour. So my quality of sleep I'll find is really lacking. So what I've done to put in place to help that is like, I'll take like two melatonin gummies at a specific time every night to force my body to shut down and fall asleep. And then when I do wake up, I find ways to immediately like put myself back to sleep. So it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to have like great sleeping patterns all the time. If you're like me and you struggle with sleeping, again, put things into place so that you're able to have that rest that you need. If I didn't take melatonin and fall asleep when I knew I needed to get rest, I would be up and my mind would be awake and I'd be going, going, going for another few hours. And then I'm just going to run out of sleep and run out of energy. So put things into place habitually in your life to be able to make sure your basic needs are met. Another good resource for getting sleep, the focus mode on your phone can also go into sleep mode. So like for me, it sucks and I know people want to contact me after a certain time, especially like my friends this week. I was so sad. I missed a FaceTime from Talia and my friend Scarlin from study abroad in the middle of the night. But like I literally set my phone on do not disturb for six hours straight. If somebody wants something, you know, do not disturb. You just call twice. And I have people in my favorites as well. So I don't miss a call, but putting your phone on do not disturb, even if I'm not going to sleep yet, even if I'm up and working, I'm not distracted by everything else going on. I'm working. I'm very like focused on what I'm about to finish and I'm going to go to sleep. My phone's not ringing. Nobody else is calling me to do something. Nobody's distracting me and causing more time. And then also just staring at your screen before you go to sleep isn't going to help you fall asleep either. (laughs) So sleep mode. Honestly, that's something what I do sometimes. I will like, I'll use that to get me to wake up. Sometimes if I'm like, my mind is starting to get awake, Abby, like early in the morning, but like not quite there, I'll open my phone and like make it bright so that I do kind of like wake up and see those things and that will help me wake up. So if something helps me wake up, I'm like, that will not help me fall asleep. Like, uh uh-uh, like I just need to just pass out. All right. Well, step three, find ways to manage stress. So when you are looking to prioritize your health and wellness, you need to know how to manage stress. Stress is something that sometimes is uncontrollable, 
but it is manageable. Sometimes we can't foresee it coming, but again, it is manageable. You have to find ways to manage it, ways to cope with it, and ways to be able to read your body, to be able to see when your body is about to be stressed out or what's triggering that stress so that you can dodge it ASAP. So first thing is learn to relax. This is easier said than done. But if you have a way to relax, some people like to meditate. They see themselves getting riled up. They had a crazy phone call. They had a crazy conversation. They go sit outside and meditate. And that's their way to relax. Some people go on a walk. Some people, they just journal so that they can put their thoughts on paper and allow that to be released. Some people do a quick midday yoga. But learn how to relax so that you can manage your stress before your stress takes over your day and takes over your overall wellness. Another way to manage stress is to just take a step back when you need to. So sometimes we all need to just like slow down because when you have stress and you're moving 100 miles per hour in a stressed way, like frazzled all over the place, it's going to bleed into everything that you're touching, everything that you're doing. Things are going to be frazzled. You're not going to have any order to the chaos of your life. And that's like the first step to crumbling because you never slow down when your body, your mind, everything else telling you to do so. And then also when it comes to, again, I keep like going back to how to put this habitually in your life. You can put things into place when you're stressed of like, Abby and I have done this for two days in a row now, but like deep breaths, when you feel your heart rate going up or your heart racing, or you feel like, oh my goodness, your mind just won't slow down. And you're just in, even if you're in your car on the way to a meeting or whatever it is, like pause. Like I like to just pause, take deep breaths in and out. And just a few of those will help your heart rate come down and that'll help you come back down and remember what's important and what you're doing and stop being so stressed about the situation at hand and maybe even start coming to a solution. So putting habits in place to manage your stress is super important. Another example of a healthy habit to manage stress is for me, if you have phone calls for meetings, take them outside while you go on a walk or something. If you're able to like take notes on your phone or do something like that, I will take some meetings just outside and I will walk because that helps me physically walk and get some energy out and not just sit there and just take these calls if I'm feeling some stress and anxiety. So there are like little things that you can put in place in your life to help you daily manage stress or anxiety that you feel might come to you so that you're not just letting it go and feeling it. And then like, I mean, again, I had a friend this past year who had to get surgery because of ulcers and like severe stress and their whole body, it was just like collapsing. And so it was like, it is real. And if you don't take the steps to help yourself adjust to that and be able, because stress is going to come, you're going to feel stress, you're going to feel anxiety, problems are going to happen. You can't just get around you feeling that way. What you can is you can put habits and things in place to help when you start feeling that way, to help it go down, to help your heart rate go down, to help yourself stay calm, you know? And so if you don't ever address those things, it can go up so high and it can be so bad to where (laughs) over time it plays an effect on your body and you stop eating or you like, again, have stomach pains and cramps, and you have an ulcer in your stomach, and you're severely affected by it, it can really affect you. Or it affects your relationships. You're so anxious that you're not doing things you love. You're not putting time to passions that you love in that self-care. 
So it can really severely affect you with personal life, with your physical health, with your mental health. So again, putting things into place like breathing techniques or, you know, spirituality. Like for me, I'll just pray and I'll find peace from the Lord and like that will help me. Or again, taking a walk. Those little things, again, will help. You just have to do them. It's like eating your vegetables. I hate vegetables. I grind them up in my smoothies. But I do things where I know, you know, this may not have an impact on me this day, but this is also going to have an impact on me throughout my year of life if I put a consistent habit in place. Like this will help you over time. Absolutely. I love that. And it's crucial because we forget. It can really affect your actual like health, your physical health, which leads us to number four. Make time for the things that you care about the most. So when it comes to prioritizing health and wellness, we already talked about the fact that certain interactions with yourself, physical activities, those things do lead to your body releasing hormones that make you happy. That also happens when you're with people that you love, when you're doing things that you love, when you are practicing a special hobby. So whether that hobby is crocheting on your couch or that hobby is painting a picture, or that hobby is traveling and going on a trip. Make time for the special hobbies that you have in your life, the things you care about the most, because at the end of the day, life is too short to put your head down and work the whole time. For me, I like to tie my hobbies into my work. So I like to make everything fluid with my hobbies because I will literally like crash and burn and die if I don't. So like one thing I know that stands out to a lot of people is I always will tell people, I do not want to have to be anywhere to work. And they're like, okay, Abby, that's unrealistic. And I'm like, no, I truly know that there are ways for me to make money without having to leave a laptop or not even just like leave a laptop, but I can make money on different platforms through different methods. So for me, I really enjoy that lifestyle because I know a special hobby of mine is traveling. I love to travel. I've always been a traveler since I was little. I had been to over 10 countries before I turned 18. And so it was almost instilled in me. Like as I was enjoying life, that was a big part of it. So I played out the rest of my life accordingly. That's something I want to make time for. I want to make sure that that's a part of my enjoyment in life. Like Make time for the things that make you happy. This is something that I feel like is so common. Abby and I talk all the time. It's easier said than done about like prioritizing yourself and prioritizing the things that make you happy because we want to, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you want to focus on your clients. You want to focus on your business. You want to focus on all these things and you get into the mode where like that's all you focus on and you're going and you're grinding and you're hustling. And then you look back and you're like, oh, wow, I missed my friend's wedding or I missed like a birthday party for a family or I wasn't able to go see my parents for this big event that or like Father's Day or Mother's Day. I don't know what it is, but it's those things that you may feel like you don't want to prioritize, but they'll hit you hard in the long run. Because when you make all this money and you're successful and you're running all these businesses and you're going, but then at the end of the day, you don't have a close relationship with your parents anymore because you decided to just never attend family things anymore or go ever see them or hang out with them or call them. Or when you you know lose touch with your close friends because you never made time to actually catch up with them and see what's going on in their life, 
it's lonely. And you don't want to just focus on all these other hustles and all these other things while just completely letting go of everything else that's important in your life when it comes to your family and your friends and the things that make you happy. So again, it's a balance, but it's finding what that balance looks like for you. And so for me, even when I see my family, I may see them for a weekend and I'll schedule my work into that weekend and I'll say, okay, I'm going to work. You know, I have to do this from this time to this time and I have to do this from this time to this time. But the time that I'm with them, I am present and I'm there and I'm like open to talking and listening and I'm there. I'm not just kind of like pushing it away. And for the hobby aspect of this, like I love to cook. Am I going to be a chef? No, but it brings me a lot of peace and a lot of happiness when I get to cook my meals. And so do I get to cook every single day? No, but when I do get to cook, honestly, as crazy as this may sound, or maybe this doesn't sound crazy, I don't know. I will turn my phone on Do Not Disturb and I'll put my music on, my like Italian cooking playlist with all these like throwback, like Frank Sinatra, awesome songs. And I'll have a glass of wine and cooking is an experience for me. And I'm focusing on what I'm doing and I'm present and I'm smiling. I'm enjoying that. Like that is so nice for me. And then when it's done, I go back into my craziness, but I go back into it slightly more rested and well off than I was before. And again, this episode going back to the topic is all about how to prioritize health and wellness while living a busy lifestyle. And your happiness, your hobbies are also part of that. I play pickleball with some local people in my community. Do I get to play as often as I like to? No, (laughs) but I am in a group chat and Andrew and I will play at least once a month, you know, and that is even something where we get to bond as a couple and we get to stay active with people in our community. And that is something that brings us happiness with our passion. It may not be as often as you'd like it to, but don't make it never. Don't never prioritize it. Like your happiness and those hobbies and those things like family and friends are very important and they are a two-way street. You can't have a friend who's constantly asking you what's going on in your life, trying to reach out to you because you're just non-existent because you're focusing on your hustles and then you never asking what's going on in their life. You never pouring into them. Like it's a two-way street. Family is friends are, everything is that way. You got to be able to give it back. So even if it's like a guys, again, even if it's setting a reminder on your phone, like check in with these friends, like during COVID, Abby said, I wrote three things down that I was grateful for. I also checked in with like one friend a day and it was as quick as sending a text. Hey, checking in, how are you doing? That shows them you care and you're thinking about them. Like they respond And then you don't have to respond right then and there. You could go into a meeting or something and then respond later. But that shows that you took the time outside of yourself to care. So just remember to make time for things that care about, that you care about the most and that are very meaningful to you in your life because you don't want to see them slowly slip away. And for our note takers, just to go back with some of our tips to recap what we've talked about We have tip number one is begin your days with something positive. Be mindful. Tip number two is don't forget the basic needs of our physical bodies. Don't skip meals. Stay active. Get quality rest and sleep. Tip number three, find ways to manage stress. And tip number four, make time for things that you care about the most. We went over these tips and also gave you guys actionable ways to instill these habits into your life and take actionable steps to make sure that you're prioritizing your health and wellness 
while you're super busy. We hope this was super helpful for you guys. Stay tuned for our next episode. We have some exciting special guests coming your guys' way. So we're very excited about that. And then again, remember to check us out on Instagram, our private Facebook group, where you get in the know with our Homegirl Hustler community. Have a great rest of your day, Homegirl Hustlers, and we'll see you next Wednesday.